0: So you see what I'm saying about Roger Moore? Not even Christopher Walken could save this movie. Yeah, I I really wanted to like it because Christopher Walken was in it. But you couldn't. Yeah, it was a bit tough to like. You know why? I'm guessing because Roger Moore was in it? No, uh, not at all. It's because it sucked.
1: Admire your luck, Mister Bond. Bond. My name's Bond, James Bond. Thank you, Mister Bond. My name's Bond, James Bond.
0: This was a bad movie. It's like it's not even a bad Bond film. It's a bad movie. It's pretty bad. Just, yeah, a little bit. Are you going to be able to find some things you liked about it? Or are you going to be a complete... Just hate on it? Hate on it for the next, uh... (laughs) I can find some things I like about it. One or two things. One or two. Are you drinking anything? I I think you know what I'm drinking. Yeah, because I recommended it. Yeah. What are you drinking, Scott? it's a great idea. Mm -hmm. I'm drinking an Anchor Steam. Why? Because this movie's in San Francisco. It is so it's one of the I think one of two Bond films to have their premiere in America you know I, I had not given that thought but yeah that's that's very true and, there was uh, an agreement they made to film in San Francisco yeah they made an agreement with the mayor that they would open the film in San Francisco I wonder why I wonder what because it was a major inconvenience for them to oh, be yeah. on the Golden Gate Bridge and yep. everything and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that makes that makes sense i buy that yeah, it was Pretty nice of them. Well, how convenient! I had it in my fridge, you know, because you know we both like Anchor Steam. Yeah, it's delicious. Yeah, especially the the California Lager with the bear. Yeah, the bear, the golden bear in the yeah, it's good stuff. You want to do a little clink a plank Here we go. (laughs) Sounded horrible. That always (laughs) sounds. (laughs) All right, let's bond.
1: Face to face in secret places, feel the chill.
0: A View to Kill, a short story in the 8th Bond book and the 14th Bond film, also the last film to star Sir. Roger Moore Refrain from clapping Right there please Yeah no no There's um I mean the whole audience Is a clapping <laughs> Right now So this leads us to Our traditional 0030 mm-hmm. Section Which If you enjoy this section You could listen to All of Roger Moore's 0030s And mm-hmm. our special Listen Odd Job podcast Which is a few podcasts to go Yep um, You can get all seven Of his films Love him or hate him have Whatever feelings you have About him you can also get all our other podcasts uh, at iTunes. You can tweet us at BondingOverBond. Find us on Facebook. Hello, Anybody Jordan. Else? Yep. Yeah. Jordan. You can email yeah. us BondingOverBond at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Hello, Rick. We made it past the man with the golden. Gun. Yeah, we did make it past the man with the golden gun. I am getting. Uh, I'm going to take us off rails a little bit here because this is, this is a good place for it as well. Uh huh. When when are we going to get on Stitcher? We gotta we gotta work on that. Yeah. Well, because uh, I have a request of some people that are Android users, and okay, so, we'll uh, we'll um, move forward. We're, we're, we're past Spectre, yeah. I think a lot of our focus was building up to Spectre yes. and you know, making sure all the pieces were in place for, yeah. for us to do that. And uh, you can find some pictures of us on Facebook and of Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, we jumped in two feet, Absolutely. very classy, full tuxus. That's gonna be every premiere from here, uh, so. to, to go see the movie. And uh, we're you can go to our webpage, you can see the review mm-hmm. uh, that we have up. Spectre, our positive opinion of the film, but we do, you know, have some things to say about it. So yep. check it out there at eyes.com backslash bonding over bond, um, or you can see the link on Twitter, on Facebook, etc. etc. And if you are taking the time and downloading us and listening to this, uh, you know, give us give, give us, us, us some review, comments, reviews. Comment, yeah, it subscribe. helps our popularity go up so more people can find it and uh, add to the bonding that we're trying to create this community of fans bonding over James Bond. And as we advertise, this is your home for James Bond, uh, your James Bond fix mm-hmm. until James Bond 25 comes out. So, let's right. bond. Let's have some fun together. Absolutely. Let's give these people some summaries. All right. 30. All right, I won or lost a toss, however you wanna you wanna do this, so as we always do, I hear a bell i'm gonna start talking all right, and two, one. Zorn's horse keeps winning. Bond must investigate. But wait, the horse investigator is killed in front of 007. Bond goes to Zorn's horse sale, and zaniness ensues. The plot is simple. Zorn wants to, to corner the microchip market by flooding Silicon Valley. But wait, he's a psychopath created by a Nazi. Yup, I said that right. Bond goes to San Francisco to stop him. The series finally has a positive agent character. But the war Bond girl. Bond stops the plan, but not before Zorn goes batshit crazy and kills everybody who worked on the plot. But Bond kills him, and all is well because Roger Moore is done. 28 seconds nice job. thank you thank you that shit crazy pretty much what happened there so I hear a bell I'm gonna start timing <clears throat> alright here we go wait a minute I gotta take a sip <laughs> cause you're gonna be talking through the 30s <laughs> double 30 alright here we go alright 2 1 Christopher Walken, the Continental himself, plays the villain in this Bond film. And baby, I don't need more cowbell. Max Zorn is a psychopath born from steroids in the womb by an experimenting Nazi doctor. If you swallowed all that, here's the rest of the story. He now runs an oil company and makes microchips. His plan is to flood Silicon Valley with the water from San Francisco using mines in the San Andreas Fault. Okay, back to reality. It was a fine film. A nice ending for Roger Moore. Better than Live and Let Die, in my opinion. Although very much older. Okay, yeah, no, you had plenty of time. You, okay. You kept chatting there and uh, different things. Or oratory, as you say. Yeah. yeah. Having your, your editorials in the middle of your 0030s, as you're famous for doing. I would like to rewrite the nice ending for Roger Moore. It was a ending for Roger Moore. It was yeah. an ending. Yeah. An ending, thank you. Any loose ends to this film? We didn't talk about the yeah. You know, I mean, I, I I liked some things about it, and we're gonna get to them in the distinguished debauches, you know, section. Mm-hmm. I did like Stacy Sutton, even though she didn't bring much to the table, you know. And uh, Mayday was an interesting uh, villain, that, you know. We'll talk to her in the villain section or, or henchwoman, um, Grace Jones. Yeah, and then did you have any that, star, that They hated each other. Uh, yeah, I remember you telling me yeah, that Roger Moore and, Roger Roger Moore Jones and each Grace other. Jones they wouldn't yeah. even talk to each other. They couldn't scene? talk on set. Yeah, they would only. They are only say their lines to each other. How do you hate someone that... I don't understand that shit. I'm sorry. I'm going to go on a... Just, just suck it up. Just... How do you hate someone that much? Yeah. How can you not have just small talk with someone? I mean, I can understand hating someone so much because you're forced to work with them. Yeah. And you just, you know, you do Yeah, don't... I guess at some point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been with coworkers, but... It's not even that they have to work with each other, but, like, they have to share confined spaces and act as if they like each other. Mm-hmm. Which, if you hate someone and then you have to act like you like them, it probably makes you hate them more. (laughs) Probably. And that, which I would be, it would be interesting to be a fly in the wall when they had to do that sex scene. How that, how that went. Yeah. I mean, if I was, if I was Grace Jones, I would probably hate having to pretend I wanted to sleep with a 57 year old man too. (laughs) She's a supermodel for God's sakes. Yeah. Any that's, other loose ends? That's an interesting scene. I'm just picturing how do you feel as that? a as a Goldfinger fan to pretty much just see Goldfinger in the 80s? You know, just full disclosure, you just mentioned that to me, and I never it never dawned on me, and now it bothers me a little bit. Yeah, it's essentially the same plot. Want to corner a market? oh yeah. they even have this scene. I think what are they in the plane? He has all the investors, and they're the one guy. It's like, oh, I don't yeah. want to do this, and they. They toss them the, out. The blimp thing? Was it yeah. the blimp or the plane? The blimp. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They were on a the blimp. rigid airship. Exactly. Right. Yeah, so it's pretty much, it was like, oh, we've ran out of ideas. It's, oh, let's do Goldfinger in the 80s. Which, it, I'm, just to continue this just a second longer, it really, because we've talked about, is there a Bond film you would, would you ever reboot a film? Like, redo it? Yes. And I've always said, um um, excuse me, you only live twice. Just because I thought they did so poorly mm-hmm. with being in Asia, and I thought they could film it much more beautifully and have mm-hmm. you know better Asian characters. And I've always been Doctor No. Yeah. Just because I think
1: you know that it was before the
0: formula, they could re-edit a lot of things. You yeah. Could cut out a lot of the nonsense. Make it a tighter film. Make it. Make he it. He could have been a much better. You know, had a bigger presence. Yeah, we could learn about Doctor No a little a little deeper. Right. Anyways, but this this is you know, this shows you how to do it wrong. You know? Yeah. Avoid. How to not. And have, have we gone on air on what I think would be a great cold open to a future no, Daniel we Craig? No, I if think he, he should. If he does. So my idea has been to kind of, since the Daniel Craig movies are kind of, it's James Bond leading up to the Bond we know in the Sean Connery era, mm-hmm. would be to have a cold open for a future Daniel Craig movie. I hope that he comes back. Would be for him to do one of the traditional missions, like the tail end of it, mm-hmm. and I always use the example of the underwater scene and thunderball, mm-hmm. like so the movie opens up with Thunderball wrapping up, yeah, you know that mission ending, and then it goes into what I thought that would i I always felt that would be a great nod and wink to all the huge old nod yeah, and wink. to to all the old uh fans or even you know with. Um, the series where they're taking it to even do a doctor. No, mm-hmm. because they've established specter inspector. And so it won't be too far fetched to think that that organization would have, you know, a scientist like that working for yeah. the organization. It's, and it would be cool because it would be the safer reboot. So you don't actually reboot a film, but you still, you know, nodding you know, to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Absolutely. The only problem, and last note on this, cause I know we need, we're need to move on. But, okay. Um, it's a good talk, though. Yeah, you know, I've been wanting to have this conversation for a while. Uh, is the problem is a lot of the Bond films that I really don't like when they do it, and they started. I'd have to go back to when they started doing it, but that's the opening sequence has become a continuation to the movie mm-hmm. instead of a standalone. I loved it when it was just a standalone. That's one sort of one of the things I loved about Goldfinger. Used, I'm just a, I'm just down here in Latin America, whatever, blowing yeah. up a heroin den. Right. Oh, this guy named Or Goldfinger. Okay, I got to go to Miami and check him out. Right. I like. And I've had people who've been watching the films with me go, wait, so that had nothing to do with the movie? No, it had nothing. nothing. Yep. It was just an interesting thing. Yeah. So people need to be willing to accept another 10 minutes on a two hour long movie, two and a half hour long movie. Right, in right. In order for that to happen. All right. All right. Bond for the non Bond. My favorite section. Oh, jeez. Sell one of the worst Bond films. And we've already used the don't watch this.
1: <laughs> Although it's, it's right. fair to
0: say, it's fair to say that if, if you're not a completist, you really should stay away from this film. Yeah, I mean, if you're if if but if you have I'm, to give someone a reason, but if you're a completist, if even if you're not James Bond completist, but you're Christopher Walken completist, you have to stumble across this movie as well. Eventually, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I guess the sell would be it's Roger Moore's last film, so you should see it. Sure. That makes me not want to see it. <laughs> That makes you just want to start on the next film. My sale for this movie is two words. Christopher Walken. Yeah. The first Oscar winner to play a villain. He's, he's an Oscar winner. He's in the series. Even as bad as his portrayal is, it's, it's always fun to watch Christopher Walken on the, on the big screen. It is. He just, he, he just always seems like he's loving every second of every movie he's in. And you can just, you you just get a sense that he's just like so appreciative of having this opportunity like a kid in a candy store every movie that he's in yeah. i love it what if they re-edited this movie said so it was just christopher walken and christopher walken as appearing on snl always looking off to the side at a teleprompter that would be great <laughs> i would be i would think it would probably be a much better film the distinguished debauchery of 07 <laughs>
1: I would go as far as calling you a cold-hearted bastard, but it wouldn't be a stretch to imagine. Then you'll also know that in poker you never play your hand. You play the man across from you. By the cut of your suit you went to Oxford, or wherever. Naturally think human beings dressed like that, but you were it with such disdain. Since MI6 looks for maladjusted young men, I give little thought to sacrificing others in order to protect Queen and Country. Beautiful. Even now and then a trigger has to be pulled. Or not pulled. It's hard to know which in your pajamas. Q. 007. We think of women as disposable pleasures rather than meaningful pursuits. Martinis.
0: rank on the scale of zero to five olives I have it
1: at two olives it's about fair
0: four drinks one two three I have three drinks a bollinger seventy five correct Avergine. uh a lafitte rothschild fifty nine uh-huh champagne uh-huh and red wine a red dinner wine two bottles okay all right I'll believe you I have it at one olive it's uh we're we're it's pretty tame, even the drinking. The, he's ordering a few drinks, but it's uh, it's pretty tame. Yeah, we're he, the same yeah. ballpark. He's drinking a little more those last two. A panels. little bit. He orders a vodka a martini, but he doesn't drink it. Yep. I I usually write those down. I missed that one. Yep.
1: All right. Casino Royale. Rank from lowest poker hand to highest.
0: I have it as a royal flush. Okay, we're gonna have to. Yeah, we're gonna to to talk about this one. And I actually did some research. The odds of a royal flush versus the odds of getting the uh, he got a trifecta, or the quintella. Which one? Fresh from my memory. Did I thought he just bet on the winning horse? No, he got the trifecta. The trifecta is the harder to get. So right. It's trifecta so I looked perfecta, up the quintella. odds. Look, I looked up the odds of royal flush versus uh, what you get for doing a trifecta. The odds of getting a royal flush in poker is one in 649740 versus in the 2015 Kentucky Derby, if you bet $0.50 cents on the trifecta, you were netted $52.80. And so I have it as relatively, you know, these two monumentally difficult things to do in gambling. And he mm. just... I don't like it. You don't like it? No. No, I'll tell you why, because I've hit many trifectas in my life, and have I've you? only had one Royal Flush in my life. They're hard to hit, though. Like, I appreciate the effort. I guess you're not playing too much poker. Tell that to the wife. <laughs> I mean, that's that's other than we were playing last night. But, yeah. I mean, uh I I have Fold. A I'm th- Fold? Yeah, I'm not even going to give, th- I guess I have to give the horse racing. They're horse racing. There's some gambling going a, on. I give it a pair. I give it a pair. Then. Okay. And I take away points for the top hat and the uh and the outfit that they're wearing during the event. Just over the top. That's British horse racing. It's a society we don't even know. Nice sell though. I mean I I appreciate, well, you appreciate the, the research. I appreciate you did the research, you yeah. looked up the odds. I'd like to look into those numbers a little more, but nice job. Alright, thanks.
1: Turnbull and Asser. Rank from zero to five cuff links.
0: Turnbull and Asher. A voice says zero to five cufflinks. Three cufflinks. Um, it's the standard nonsense. It's the standard. It's just. It's just. Yeah. It's middle of the road. It's a little better. We're in the '80s now. It's not as bad as some of the '70s stuff. He wore tux. At least uh, he did wear the ridiculous uh, suit and top hat uh, to the horse race. Um, hmm. Hmm. I don't know any, anything. Anything that really stood out to you? Where were you at? I was at a, much like the last film, I have X cufflinks, because fuck Roger Moore's fashion sense. Thanks, I appreciate backwashing in yep. my own beard. No, no, of course.
1: Alright. And, uh... Aston Martin, rank from 1 to 500 horsepower. I have 300 horsepower.
0: Okay. And the vehicle in this is a beautiful Rolls-Royce Silver Cloud h it is actually Cubby Broccoli's car, his actual car. They just changed the license plates so that, obviously, Cubby's license plates <laughs> weren't out in the world and such. Uh, it's not a fast car, but, boy, she's a beauty. She is a beautiful car.
1: I'll be honest. And I'm
0: giving it some extra points because it's literally Cubby Broccoli's actual pull that out from the lot. We're using it in the film car. I'm fact checking it right now because I have it down as a blue taxi question mark. <laughs> and 150 horsepower. Oh, right, right. No, they drive around the Roy's Royce, um, when he pretends to be, what's his undercover oh, name? Oh, yes, I know, yes. No, uh, thank you. Uh, when Tibbet, Tibbet is playing his, uh, his butler, his butler. Yeah. Uh, I love that. And he goes, he goes undercover as, uh, give me a second here. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I love that scene. Yeah, right. it, it was it was played quite well. So yeah, I'm with you. I'll go. I'll go 300 horsepower on that. Saint John Smith. Yes, that's right. Saint John Smith. Yeah. St. John St. John Smythe. That's it. it was there Saint you go. Yeah. I was like, it's just Saint John. Yeah. St. John Smith. Apparently, there's another way to say that. Yeah. No, that would. Thank you for uh, no. Of course. Of that.
1: All right, 300 horsepower. Q branch rank from zero to five cues two
0: and a half cues okay um much mm-hmm. like the last movie mm-hmm. let's let's run through this list and i'm going to give you a chance to reevaluate yeah. your cues the movie opens up with a sequence in siberia with a fucking iceberg sub mini sub yep. made by q mm-hmm. we start there yeah there's the Excuse camera me. ring the sunglasses the check photocopier that he has he happens to be carrying with him to this huge party. He happens to be carrying this around. What a very specific thing to have with you. And it was so 80s. Mm-hmm. The check photocopier. Uh the credit card lockpick. Which again, what are the odds that you have this on you? So Is that the sharper image uh-huh. card? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I guess the reason I have it at two and a half Qs just because I didn't like half like the iceberg sub. You don't have to like it. I know. It's an iceberg submarine that they are on. What does he say? Like they have fourteen hours to get with Alaska or whatever (laughs) it was. Yeah. What are we gonna do? Yeah. Mm, Right. Just happen to have this hot field agent Mm -hmm. here with me. What are the odds? All right, Sir Roger. What are the odds? My notes are crap for this. Apparently, (laughs) Uh, I'll give you the nod. I'm not going to go up to five, but I'll give you. uh, I'll go three and a half. Okay, that's fair. up one. That's fair.
1: License to kill. Rank from 0 to 7 rounds.
0: I have it at 3 rounds. I think Roger Moore himself, as James Bond, only gets 5 kills. However, mm. I will say... <clears throat> you want to fact check me on the number of kills? Well, now I'm questioning my... own Did he kill anybody in, in the opening scene? That must have been where all the body count was. Because I have 3 kills. I have very few kills in, in this film. All self-defense and the last 2 are debatable. Right. Yeah. That's why so I'm at so one three round. three five. Um, the only note I have, and this doesn't affect the kills for Roger Moore, but uh Zorn goes batshit crazy yeah at the end of this film. And that I mean the death toll in this film is actually crazy high. But Roger Moore's responsible <laughs> for like none of them. It's just not for the ride. yeah. He's just <laughs> witnessing a psychopath. Right.
1: Yeah. Okay. I buy that. Okay. Finally, the quote Bond Girls End quote rank from zero to five suffragettes. I just have
0: a feeling you're gonna be mad at me with this category, but go ahead. I I have it at two suffragettes. Okay, I have it at one. Uh Stacy Sutton, I just she's the worst. She's whiny. She's, she's not a whiner. horrible representative like of women. Yeah. I don't think she's like a negative character. She's not like you know, setting women back by her portrayal. She's a single woman, she works. She's just like I don't want you in my life. Just like shut your mouth. Like mm-hmm. come on. Uh there's no chemistry between her and Roger Moore. I didn't like her as a Bond girl. Mayday's weird, but I thought like, you know, she kept her own. She was a powerful uh woman. I don't think her character was fleshed out. I mean, that's it's none of these things are taken away from the women as characters. Mm-hmm. It's just I didn't like the characters, but I don't think they're negative portrayals of women, if that, if that can make sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I will say that James does bed four different women in this film, which is crazy because he's a 57 year old man. Can we, can we run through those real quick? Yeah. Uh, Kimberly and the iceberg. Yep. Okay. Uh, Paula Ivanova. Agents. Yeah. Which, so that's the KGB girl. Right? Which is upsetting because this is the second time that they wanted to bring Barbara uh, Bach back. That's right. She yeah. would have been in three films. But she refused to come back for this one because, you know, Roger Moore was 57 years old. Uh, let's see. Um, and then Mayday and then Stacy Sutton. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Where, where are you at with this? I'm at one. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty fair. I'm, I kind of had the same, same ball feeling part. with Stacey. She was just kind of annoying and, uh, you know, attractive and everything. But, you know, just mm-hmm. nothing really to write home about. Mm-hmm.
1: Welcome to Bonding Over Bond. Running rankings. Opening sequence.
0: I uh, I have the opening sequence in the bottom and middle third. Yeah, I probably have a little lower. Yeah. In that bottom third. Top of the bottom third. I'm fine with that. I do like the opening of the film. Mm-hmm. Zorn is not a real company. But it is. It's a real. They they have to put this disclaimer in. Oh yeah, yeah. After yeah, like yeah. everything was filmed, in the yeah. middle of editing, they I found saw out that in the credits. Yeah, it was like it's a legit company. That's right. <laughs> and they were like, shit. Damn it. We gotta put a disclaimer. Yeah, what'd you think of the whole uh, escape in Siberia? I, I mean, mean I, I I guess Roger Moore likes to uh, ski. Yeah. And it, and I guess the editors lost another bet, much like the uh, the, the 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 when they remember I made that joke. Back in a, was it a view to kill? When was they jump, when they jump over the bridge and they have that stupid, uh, slide whistle. Yeah. yeah and I was like, oh, I cut. bet, I bet one of the editors like lost a bet and they had to, just like this one, snowboarding in the beach boys. Mm-hmm. Come on. Like, it just lost me from there. The title sequence was very 80s. Um, and then I did have this because we, what well, we always talk about and it's very sophomoric about us, the nips and the opening <laughs> sequence. You if, love that so much more than I do. It, it got to, like, two minutes in, and I actually wrote down these notes. I said, hey, they're finally walking back the nips for the Roger Moore openings. And then it was like, nope, nope. As soon as it was like, that was very... That was the clearest aerial I've seen in a title sequence, I think, in many movies. My my notes simply say is the opening credits are fun with black light, but also very 80s. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Five-day trip drinking... Shaken Stoli Vodka and the Best Beluga Caviar Back to Alaska. Yeah. Yeah, anyways. Yeah, bottom third. Okay.
1: Main movie song.
0: Duran Duran. This is the only Duran Duran song I own. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. It's very 80s. I rank the song pretty high. What the heck is the other Duran Duran song? The, I, I, God, I wish I could call you out right now, but I, this is not what they should be known for. It's just the only one I own. It's the own. only one you own. It's the only one I own. It's not the song. Yeah, Dance into the Fire, which is somehow called A View to the Kill, is the name mm-hmm. of the song. But mm-hmm. it should be called something else. Yeah. I, I didn't mind it. I have it, it, it's very 80s, but as I, you know, as I listen to all are these we, soundtracks. We're, eight, we're 80s children. We are, but I mean, this is, we're, we're 80s. This is 85? I mean, I'm three years old, so. <laughs> I'm not rocking out to Duran Duran. Listening, you missed to missed out the songs on a beautiful kill. But the longer I listen, this is one of the songs. The the longer I listen to it, I hate it less. Uh huh. Um. So it's it's going to be top of the bottom third, probably like the opening. That's probably how people feel about our podcast. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the longer I listen, to- what was the best review I got from someone? It's not uh, it's not impossible to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> That was after Dr. No, though, No mm-hmm. offense. Yeah. You've definitely gelled a lot more since then. All right, anyways. Yeah. You're, you're, you're the same thing, bottom third? No, I have it pretty high, actually. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Have you to kill? Okay. I think it's in my top ten. <whistles>
1: yeah.
0: Cars. It's a classic car. I have it in the. its high, middle third. Rolls-Royce. Cubby's Rolls-Royce, man. Yeah, since my my notes are wrong now because I'm I actually actually have on their Rolls Royce question mark. Um in my defense these notes were done when I was on the ship, so it was a little little side, side uh uh-huh. track. Uh yeah, I'm gonna have to put it in the middle third. Can we talk about because uh I don't think there'll be another section to talk about this really quick. Sure. And uh it's something positive about Roger Moore. You know the sequence where they're driving the fire truck? Roger Moore's actually driving it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah, um yeah. the stunt driver was like sick. Mm-hmm. and Roger Moore was like, oh, when I was in my 20s, I drove... I was like a... Vo- he was a volunteer like firefighter or something crazy hmm. and his youth. So he was like, yeah, I've driven these before. Yeah, I can handle that. And yeah, he he drove it. I thought that was pretty cool. That's he cool. can't run. He can't run, but he can drive a fire truck. It doesn't take much energy, right? No, you can do that. <laughs> All right. The villain. Max Zorn, you know, he's a really bad dude. He's batshit crazy, and mm-hmm. I keep saying that, but that's... uh." And unlike Stromberg, who you like, I do like Stromberg. And uh, Drax, who I was a little higher on than Stromberg than yep. you, Zorn is, he's literally pushing the trigger. It's not like Stromberg or Drax where they're like, oh, we have these grand plans to destroy Earth. You mm-hmm. know, Stromberg did send a nuke, you know, out and then James reversed it's it. Zorn, yeah. But uh, Zorn, Zorn's murdering human beings. Yeah. Like just straight killing them. He doesn't even care. Yeah. He's a psychotic really the sign Nazi of a, byproduct of, of an evil villain. For us, is if, if you're get, if you're willing to get your hands dirty. Yeah, and boy was he willing to get them dirty. And it's just kind of you know. Plus, he's a Soviet Nazi spy creation. <laughs> you can't write this stuff. Somebody did. Where <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, do you have Zornet?
0: He was. I have him uh, at the lower top third. Okay, so he's going to be up there. Which all this talk makes me really think I need to go back and rethink about the. Uh, Tracks. Uh huh. Because I think I I couldn't see through how much, uh, how your, many other your, things I hated of Moonbreaker. Right. But he really was a. And he got his hands dirty. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you're the top third as well? Yes. All right.
1: The actor's portrayal is Bond. James Bond. Last performance, baby. Just get out, man.
0: You're so old. Get out. Tim Dalton could have done this. He could have. Um. You know, Roger Moore even admitted he was too old for this film years later. Yeah. So I mean Doesn't help us, he's still in it. You know, but that's something to say about his character. He's still got the patience. As much as we give as as much credit as we've given to Timothy Dalton for realizing he was too young and realizing he was too old. Yeah. I mean I guess you don't get as much credit since you actually still did the role and then realized you were too old for the role, but at least he admits he was too old for the role. Roger Moore? Yeah. Yeah. They should have stopped giving him so much money. <laughs> I think he's done good things with that money. You have to—he—he—he he, he was James Bond. This was his seventh film as James Bond, and yeah, as much as you hate him, and there's many times where I've hated him. Do you think he just wanted to take? I mean, because Connery still probably got so much recognition, he just wanted to hold something over Connery. That he was. I don't in war know than enough he, about him to 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 sign up for something like that. I just think he really enjoyed doing the role. Probably, he got to hang out with chicks who were like. <laughs> Three times as young as him. <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, I mean... Okay. I'm happy. I, I'm happy. I am i do not know if I'd go back and change much, honestly. It's like I always talk about the crazy uncle. He's the crazy uncle of the family, of Bonds. Mm-hmm. Maybe went on too long. I could have done with five films, but... Yeah. I think that would have been the perfect number for him. Yeah.
1: Rank the overall movie.
0: Where do you have the movie at? Uh, it's going to be... uh bottom of the middle third, I think, for me. Okay.
1: It's yeah. going to be
0: pretty low. There's a lot of Pierce Brosnan movies that are going to be below it. Really? Yeah. A lot of Pierce Brosnan movies are going to be below this? Die Another Day. I, it's I, one. I really did not like um, Tomorrow Never Dies. Yeah, I liked that one a lot I more than you did. I you liked it a lot more than I did. And it's the you Only Live Twice is going to be below it. You Only Live Twice is going to be below this? Yeah. You have seven dollars to spend, and one movie theater they're showing a Beauty Kill, and the other movie theater they're showing "You Only Live Twice," starring really Sean not, Connery. I really did not like "You Only Live Twice." I thought it was a horrible movie. The introduction of Blofeld—that was the only good thing about the movie, and even that was that that wasn't necessarily what I was hoping he was going to look like. And I really like Donald Pleasance, so it's tough to say that, but I, I like more recent portrayals of Blofeld, to say the least. I think you just wasted $7 if you walk into the... <laughs> I think you're the... wasting $7 either way, to be fair. I mean, that's... That's fair. But it's gonna... Actually, so I, it's gonna be the bottom third. Cause I'm I start... think that's... Yeah, I mean, just... I didn't... My feelings for the movie is nope. Yeah. It's just no. It's Goldfinger for the 80s, but shittier. Yeah, you know, we didn't need it. I. I'm just... No. No. Those are my feelings. Was it real? What was the, How was the realism for it? I don't think there was anything too crazy in this film. No, no not really. No, the, from a realism standpoint, it was fine. There were a lot of Q gadgets, uh, but nothing crazy over the top. No, nothing too much? Could they make a mini sub-iceberg? Probably. Probably, yeah. I mean, there's not Could many the Nazis the make a crazy Soviet baby? Yeah. Well, we know they did. Sure. I mean... Sounds like a thing that probably happened. I mean, steroid kid from Germany, steroids in the womb. Increased IQ, but made him psycho made him psychotic. I mean that sounds like a perfectly normal thing that probably happened all the time. Yeah. Fucking Nazis. Yeah, I really don't have much else to you know. Oh, uh What did you love? One I thought one of the inter- one I, I don't I want to say I love it, but one of the interesting interesting things is you notice uh, Dolph Lundgren in this movie? Yeah, I was gonna mention that in things I loved. Oh I'm sorry. What did you love in this film? Christopher Walken and Dolph Lundgren. In an uncredited role, he was dating Grace Jones. No oh, shit. At the time, yeah, that's and he was hanging around on set, and they were short a henchman, and so the director was like, "Dude, you look like a henchman. <laughs> One, just stand up." I mean, there. this is a compliment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's what, like two years away from being in Rocky Four at this point. Is he? Isn't isn't Rocky Four like eighty seven? Is that late? It's pretty late in the Cold War. Might even be a little late. X yeah, Rocky Four. You know, everyone jokes around that like it helped end the Cold War. That's true. And we're that's list, 85. We're, yeah, this going to be right Yeah, he's, he's coming up. Interesting. What'd you hate? Uh, back, two other things that I love. I did like the fire truck scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really love or hate anything necessarily in this movie. But, you know, I, I did like Stacey Sutton. Mm. You know, I know. Um, Although she is Donna's mom from the 70s show. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's a good point. Uh, what I hate? It was lots of 80 You know um, what but, I hated? What's that? Everything else besides Christopher Walken and <laughs> Tom Lundgren. I did like the positive for that Asian the um that Asian character when they were in San Francisco. Uh yeah, I actually who was the CIA that. agent? Chuck. Uh... Oh yeah, his name was Chuck Lee. Yeah, Chuck Lee, CIA agent in yeah. San Francisco I that was pretty positive. Strangled in the Ford Bronco. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, I like Tibbs. Was OJ driving it? Yeah, I like Tibbet's character when he was playing the. The chauffeur for Bond. Uh huh. That was Sin- funny. It was one of the few yeah. like Roger Moore era were playing something for comedy that I was like, alright, this is kinda of funny. Mm-hmm. This is legitimately I'm laughing at this. Is so there anything you kill? Stacy Sutton. Like, not her as a person, of course. But the character. I thought it was just like just just a whiny Bond girl. We didn't need that. This would have been a great opportunity to to have hired like a forty something year old Bond girl. You know, it's not until Spectre. Um, one of the, uh, main characters Inspector. she was in her 50, I think she's 50, yeah. this year. In her 50s. You know, beautiful woman. She is. There would have been, I think, a good time to have, you know, a 50-year-old woman starring with Roger Moore, who is, would have still be seven years of senior? <laughs> I would have, I would have killed the, um, uh, I'm kind of torn on this, because I would have killed the City Hall fire scene, Uh huh. but then that would have also killed the fire truck. Right. So, it's kind yeah. of, uh. Damn if you if you don't. Alright. You don't want to belabor this crappy movie any longer? No, I think, you know, we could just we could just end this now. End of an era. Thankfully, finally. Alright.
1: Good morning, people. I just landed in your town. Good morning, people. I just landed in your town.
0: Next week, Bond returns to his roots. <laughs> Download all of our podcasts on iTunes. Tell a Bond fan you know. Make sure to comment, like us, review us. Tell them. It helps our standing goes up. helps sure. our popularity. More people can find out. More people can bond with us. Hey. Yes. I'm just saying. Yeah, what are you saying? Whoever leaves the next review, we're yeah. actually going to have stars underneath our podcast. That would be great. That would be great. Leave a review, yeah, if a positive could make it four one, four or five stars. That'd be, yeah, that would be. That'd be uh, you know, if you're passionate enough, you like our podcast, you yeah. want to keep going. Um, you know, we gotta pay the bills with this free podcast that we're we're releasing. What bills? Yeah, exactly. For your money. Um, you know, we gotta open a website. That's uh, that's true. You know, those bastards at Free Revolt—they're not paying for anything. Bastards. Yeah, I know. Um, like us on our Facebook page. Send us emails. We Want to hear from people, not just Rick. Uh, Rick, stop sending us emails. We get, we, we get how you feel about us. Um, uh, we want to get a mailbag segment going. We think that'll be fun. That email is bonnieoverbond at gmail.com. And Scott, tell them where they could go on their Google machines. Uh, if you want to go to our uh, go to our webpage, go to, we are currently hosted by Lion Eyes Podcast. So it's www.lionizepodcast.com L-I-O-N-I-Z-E podcast.com. Backslash or forward slash, one of those slashes, bonding over bond. Depending on where you are in the world. That's right. For more content, trivia, news, and maybe someday corrections. Maybe someday. And uh, soon to be bondingoverbond.com. Absolutely. Uh, that'll still take you to all the things we've mentioned in here. Yep. Uh, and then one day, bonding over bond, I think we're good to go for Stitcher as well. Yep. So that is something to look forward to here. Yep. Turn of the year. Remember, Uh huh when you're 57, Yeah don't think you can be James Bond. Don't ever think that. Thank you for bonding with us here at Bonding a Raban. Until next time, shake it. Don't
1: stir. A sacred wine, a mystery gaping inside.
0: A view to kill. (laughs) All right, do
1: it again.
0: (laughs) The look on your face is classic. All right,
1: three,
0: two. finally get to move on to Tim Dalton. I'm looking forward to that. So am I. And stop. (laughs) you <laughs>